Alrighty. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. We are recording the podcast again. Yes. We did this last week. Apparently, we're going to do it this week again, too, which is just swell. Just delete all the effort that you put in and then have to regurgitate it out again. Yeah. For whatever reason, the app was just completely frozen. We had to close the app on the phone. So... If um, you are new here, we'll go through this whole spiel again. Yeah. Each week we ask you, well, not each week we ask, but we have a bucket here of topics that you guys have submitted, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to hear about. Um, and each week we pick one at random and just have an honest conversation about it. You guys missed a legit two minutes of uh, scramble egg banter as oh, well by goodness. not getting this. You guys are so lucky. He was scraping his, you were you were doing it so delicately though too because I know you were trying not to make I was noise. Being quiet. So Jordan made scrambled eggs before we got into the car, and the smell of scrambled eggs inside of a car is like, very strong. Like having a butler making your eggs for you in the morning. It's 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 kind of gross, and so he's over there eating his eggs, and this is let me. He was like so delicately trying to get every piece, and was just like waste not one not like scratching and I'm like trying to talk and I couldn't talk because it was clanking and all the things. So I don't suggest, um, allowing your husband to make eggs and then eat them in the car. Hey, I'm one of the principal producers of this product. I'm allowed, <laughs> product. To, I'm allowed to do what I please. Oh my goodness. So back to the topic ideas. If you guys have topic ideas, one way that we can keep track of them, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram, or you could also leave a review on the podcast on what topic you'd like to hear next, or maybe a topic you want to hear something more in depth. So completely your call, you guys. Also, I had a thought for the people listening. If there's a part of the conversation that you might have wanted us to go more into detail, or you thought like, we skimmed a part that was more interesting or kind of like dodged something. Um, go ahead, let us know with a comment or you can message Allie. I mean, you can hypothetically message me too, but, uh, but message us and let us know and we can cover it in a bit more detail the next week. And that would allow us to have, uh, some continuity between episodes, but also, Again, just kind to kind of engage feedback and things of that nature. Yeah, we definitely so. like this is for you guys. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, all right, Big Boss has our topic already picked. There's no drama because we know exactly what it is. Why did you pick the bowl up? He just picked the bowl up because your phone's plugged in. I don't want to mess up the plug that you messed up last time. Oh yeah, I like I caught a. It was like on fire. Yeah, she's. I am very destructive with. And then she has the audacity to say things <laughs> the like audacity. She'll be like. Why don't, like, do you want me to drive the car? No, no, I'm good. I'll drive. I'm good. Thanks. Like, what? do you want me to do this? I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll do this. I'm a good driver, though. Sure you are. That has nothing to do with my Catching inability to fire. handle electronics. Yeah, whatever. It's not like I'm going to catch a car on fire. All right, top. <laughs> okay, so we already picked the topic earlier, and then we already started talking about it. So we will announce it now. And um, actually, I think we were talking about it completely wrong last time. I don't think so. Hardship of parenting so many kids close in age while dad works so how were we talking about it maybe we weren't maybe my mind's just crazy i think see folks reason she's not allowed to drive (sighs) at least with me as a passenger oh my goodness um yeah so we talked a little bit about this i think the the big thing we talked about up to this point was so wait if you don't even know who we are what if somebody's listening for the first time they don't even like why are these people talking about parenting do they have any go to the introduction i understand that we talked for like an hour and a half we did not that is a that is an overstatement hyperbole if you will anyways we jordan and Allie, have six kids yes five boys one girl yes 
And so this question is perfect because we do understand what it's like to juggle one, but we also understand now what it's like to juggle six. Yeah. And so this question is, is great because I think so many people are nervous about having more kids because how are you going to juggle it? Listen, we're out of hands and we're still doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. Anyways, to the work aspect, I think it's important to say like, I do not, I do not work a nine to five now. I did not work a nine to five for well over a decade. I did work a nine to five when our first son was born. And then three months before our second son was born, I started taking a sales job. So sales is where it's at. One, the money's pretty great. Two, the flexibility in the schedule is nice. Um, So there's a lot of things that work out really great with sales. Uh, The first year, there was a lot of travel and stuff like that. But like once we kind of, once I had kind of figured out the the secret sauce to it and gotten good at doing a lot of the stuff remotely and uh, managing my managers, um, it wasn't really, uh, I had a lot of time on my hands. I was able to be home a ton. Um, yeah. Sales was, it started off really freaking hard and a lot of weight on me as a mom when he was traveling and having to have all the FaceTime with all his clients, but it really did end up being one of the best blessings. I mean, you've been, you've been able to take kids to school, pick kids up from school, do, do a lot of the things that would have I mean, we typically homes- fell on my friends if their husbands worked a normal job. Yeah, we homeschooled for like three years when you were while working. I was still quote unquote working. So, and I was the primary teacher and like ninety nine percent primary teacher. So yeah, um, so yeah, that that it's important just to notice that to note that. So if you have a nine to five, your situation or one of your spouses works a nine to five, one of your spouses, one of you spouses. That's I what mean, I meant. Sister wives could be listening. There could be some thruples here. Um, <laughs> if that is. If that's your situation, it may not be, um, we may not have the world's greatest advice, but we'll still give it to you anyways. Yeah. So hardship of parenting so many kids. Um, I do think that age plays a factor in how hard it is to parent so many kids. So Vincent and Luke were 17 months apart. Uh, and that in itself was hard because you're raising a newborn while still raising a pretty young toddler. And so that was just a lot of crying, a lot of years of just not much fun. Um, and that was literally when Jordan was traveling three to four nights a week. Um, so and Luke was a terrible baby. Terrible terrible child. So when I first started traveling, Luke was just a God awful baby. So, and here's one thing we did do, which we had to do for my sanity. If you listen to the postpartum depression episode started with Luke, um, (laughs) we, since he did travel, we would travel with him. Yeah. So we kind of use that. So if you have a traveling spouse, if this even relates to you or their jobs kind of laid back like that, like we traveled with Jordan and, um, that was a blessing for me to kind of get out of the house as a mom of two under two. But it, those years are hard. There's just years where your head's down and you just got to push through it and just survival of the fittest. Maybe your kids have a little bit extra screen time. Maybe you eat a little bit more drive through food. Whatever it is, just like put your head down and get going and just realize it's not going to be exciting every single day. But there is good in every day. And some days it's hard to see that. But one foot in front of the other in the years of babies and under two. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things where like the only way out is through. 
Um, do you so, remember those years? Like, how did we even survive? I mean, what do you mean? One foot in front of the other. Yeah, I know, I know that, but... Just keep eating, keep drinking, and go to sleep. <laughs> You'll survive. Yeah, you just you just got to push. And we didn't travel much or do much of anything um, back then. Yeah, like, even, like, our, our standard family vacation where we went to the horseback riding ranch, we didn't go for, like, three or four years, it felt like. Yeah, we kind of... We were very homebound back then. Because we were timid, we were a little scared, and Jordan was working so much. Yeah, we were just busy. And when we had time alone, or time that we didn't have to be doing things, it was like, all right, I just want to sit around and not do stuff. So, yes. it went pretty well. So, having kids close in age is hard. Um, but you're capable of doing it. Like you're going to figure it out. Having one kid is freaking hard. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, we can't do this because we have one kid like going to the store. The first time you go to the store with your one kid, it feels like you are climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> and then the time you do it with, with two kids, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do this. I can't do this. And then you do it. And then you do it with three kids. And then you do it with four kids. And it's, it's the same fear every single time. I don't know if you felt that as a dad, but I like... You just got to get over that hump of doing things, going to the store, um, you know, going to the doctor's office, going out to eat with the kids. It's getting over that hump, that fear and seeing that you are indeed capable. All hell might break loose. And sometimes it does, but you'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I don't, did you ever feel that stress of taking, like when you took one kid out, were you ever nervous to take Vincent out? I remember the first time I I took him to the grocery store. I don't think I was ever nervous. And back then I had like, and this was before COVID, but I didn't want my baby to touch the, the seat that they sit in, in the, um, cart, the cart. He had his own little plush cover that I put down first before he got in. It had some toys on it and it was just this whole production just to go to the grocery store. And now I'm just like, I just like slap them in the cart and they can chew on it. I don't even care. But I literally just let the boys go, all five of them, when we're, like, picking out candy. No, you don't. What do you mean? You just let them... I am psychotic when You I let go them out. walk around? Yeah, I totally let them walk no, around. No, I want story. them right beside me. Yeah, they just go. They all know, they know which aisles to go to and stuff, and then, like, I just wait about five minutes, and I'm just like... Five minutes, my heart would be, like, sunk. I'm just sunk. like, boys, assemble, and they just kind of start coming out. It's funny, actually. Like, one will come out of this aisle, one comes out of that aisle, and... This is the difference between men and women. Yeah, yeah. I, I, want I mean, them... someone has to keep an eye on Teddy. That's that's the one, the kind of the one rule. Someone has to keep an eye on, on T-Bone Jones. But other than that, let it ride. That's I think that's just your mindset with parenting. Let it ride. Yep. Let it ride. But there's hardships in parenting one kid, two kids, three kids, four kids, five. And it's just doing it. And that's how you get the momentum and also the confidence. So I would say in, in regards to the question... Um, I don't actually find it more difficult to parent more children. I find for me personally, the biggest challenge is one with more kids, there's more homeschool, which is a lot of work for me Two, Um, I do sometimes feel as if like, I'll be like, well, I haven't really spent a lot of time with this kid lately. Um, where I don't think that would be a problem if you have less kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but like everyone's I'll be like, yeah, I really haven't spent like some quality time with this kid in a while, but well, homeschool kind of helps with that. I mean, homeschool is actually really good quality time, but at the same time, it's still not like, it's like structured quality time. And sometimes I just want to have like unstructured quality time with my baby boys. So, um, it's not a major problem or anything that I, I worry about on a regular basis. So everyone's I'm just like, I kind of feel like I'm slipping with this kid a little bit. I'm going to just touch things up a little bit and spend a little bit more time with them. So 
I think that's that's one of the challenges of having more kids. But like, I don't actually think it's particularly difficult to raise any more children. Mm-mm. No, it's just and they can be helpful. They can yeah, be very helpful. Very helpful. And so having kids close in age, I said like it is hard. But the difference, I remember when we had Teddy, um, Sam was five. Was he five? He was either four or five. And yeah. that gap in kids having a three to four year gap between the toddler and the baby was crazy. It wasn't, I was actually just raising the baby and not raising the baby and the toddler. And same with Lucy. Teddy turned, I don't even know. Is he five? No, four. So Teddy and Lucy are about three to four years apart as well. So we had that nice gap. And so he, you know, he was sleeping through the night. He was, I think he was potty trained. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, And so having that gap was also very nice. But going back, I am not sure that I would have spaced them any different because, you know, Vincent and Luke are so close and Jude and Sam are so close. And had they been Even though further... Jude, Jude is closer to Luke than Sam is by age. Oh, are they really? Yeah, they're just naturally kind of are closer to one another. But... Yeah, but... I don't know that I would have been strategic about the spacing because there's blessings in both of it. And while, yes, when we had Vincent and Luke, I had two in diapers and then we had Jude and then we had three, maybe three in diapers. I can't remember who was in diapers, but it's a lot of work. But the benefits of them being close friends and getting to hang out with each other and play with each other and grow up together is also really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't. I I really see. I don't think the um, challenges of parenting a lot of kids is, is, is any any way substantial from parenting a few kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are, I mean, I think kids are kids, and you're just gonna be. You're gonna. I think you're gonna be in kid mode, no matter what, in mm-hmm. terms of like as a parent. So like whether it's kid mode having to deal with six or kid mode having to deal with two, you're gonna be in kid mode pretty much the whole time, anyways. So. Yeah, and I was nervous because honestly, when we got pregnant with Lucy. We had a system down. We could travel without much crying. Teddy was a pretty solid traveler by then. And the older boys were pretty darn solid in everything. Yeah. And so going back to... Lucy sucks. Like, no, she doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> suck. I kid. She's actually quite awesome. But. She is awesome. But having to go back to the diapers, the nap times, the breastfeeding, like... Going back to all that was hard, but the second they're placed in your arms, you figure it out. Yeah. No, yeah, it was, it's just kind of like, I've always jokingly had the clock in my brain. It's like, all right, well, adding about 20 years to the, to the uh, kid-free clock, you know, it's like, yep, (laughs) reset the clock, reset the clock at 20 years, tick, 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 reset the clock at 20 years. So not that I care. Like I'm, I, I've, I've told all my boys, I'm like, yes, can live with this as long as you want. I don't care. I mean, you're not going to have your own room. Like I'm not, you're not going to have an apartment in the house or anything like that. I'm not going to give you your own wing of the house because you're an adult. Like you're living with me, dude. You're going to get a bed meals, like whatever. But I, I don't care if you live with me until you're 30. It doesn't hurt me. It might hurt you, but it doesn't hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you figure it out. You figure it out. And I think that's the biggest thing with parenting. We create this crazy story of how hard it's going to be and we let it stop us from trying again or going down the road to more children and you figure it out you've never not figured it out in your life yep like every problem that you've ever had that has felt so heavy and so big you figured it out or you got on the other side of it yeah you might not even, you might not even have had it figured out you just kept going and got on the other side of it yeah you've survived 100 percent of the hardest days of your life 
bum, bum, bum. Good, good quote. Did you like that one? That's pretty solid. Yeah. Good pretty old solid. Pinterest quote. But we freak ourselves out about how hard it's going to be if we have two kids or three kids or four kids or what car are we going to drive? Guess what? If you need a bigger car, you're going to figure out how to get a bigger car. Yeah. Like that's just what it is. And if you are starting off saying, I'm never going to drive a minivan, you might. And it's going to be okay because we drive a passenger van. <laughs> I don't understand this minivan hate. It seems silly to me. I was a minivan hater. I know you were. I was like, there is stupid. no way in God's green earth I will drive a minivan. I'll be a cool mom in an SUV only. Pride cometh before the fall. But those opening doors. The sliding doors are the sweet. sliding doors power are Power sliding doors. Oh, man. And Bertha, she does not have power sliding doors. Bertha is, she's a she's a In, bare bones gal. Industrial beast is what but the Nissan is. But she moves people efficiently. She does. With a she's, V8 engine and you can tow a trailer at the same time if you want. So while, okay, the question was again, hardship of parenting so many kids close in age while dad works. So, yeah, I think we covered it. I think so too. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a short one. I think the big thing again is one we're not exactly the poster the poster children because only for about only for about 2 years did we have like where I I wasn't home. I really was home most of the time. Um and I think that was that was that was one of the biggest thing and and two like the the more kids didn't really matter. I guess yeah. we do have this little middle area where when we had um four slash five the boys were in school and school's a mm-hmm. huge obviously a huge relief so we started the boys in three-year-old oh, yeah. preschool so that is worth noting is just getting the kids in preschool i had tons of time on my hands when the kids were in school oh my gosh it was the best i would i volunteered <laughs> i volunteered to help in gym class i was the president of the, the, the parents or, yeah. association board thing or whatever like i did I had I had so much time and I, I I had time to I played games played a lot more games like I don't play games now I play I play games one day a week that's pretty much it I know I'm proud of this I, yeah, I'm very I'm very good at it so I used I, mean, I used to be able to play like two three hours of games a day like so uh, now that I'm homeschooling I don't have that kind of time as well as my fitness uh, endeavors so but that's okay yeah so when the kids did go to school that was a huge yeah. um, relief for us and and so I'd say that maybe you know maybe that's something you need to, like maybe that is maybe that is something. If, if you're, maybe you are homeschooling now and it's killing you, like maybe find, try to find a good classical school or a school mm-hmm. you can trust. Um, or even a good public, you know, I, I am, I'm about as anti the education system as anyone will get, but like it, there's a very, there's a very good possibility that you could find a decent public school or you could find a decent private school that, you know, better, you know, that better send your kids there than, than lose your sanity. Yeah, so. I think that sanity is important. And honestly, I was going to homeschool the kids early on. And then I found out we were pregnant with Samuel. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to homeschool the kids and have three little people that I'm in charge of. Um, and so that's when we ended up sending the kids to school. And it just really helped us get through that season of life. And then look, a few years later, we flipped the switch and we brought them home and homeschooled. And yeah. so what works this season might not work for next season and same with jobs. Yeah. I mean, jobs come and go and jobs change for sure. Schedules change and the kids grow up and things just are constantly changing. And so getting frustrated about the season that you're in while it, while it is overwhelming, it feels like it's never going to end. It is going to end. And Jordan and I were, we were just talking about this. Um, 
because we were just going through this rough patch with Lucy and she wasn't sleeping through the night and it was just like so frustrating because she had been sleeping through the night and she wanted to nurse, nurse, nurse. And I'm not producing enough milk at this point to be able to feed her multiple times at night. Like I can top her off before bed, but if she wants to wake up two hours later, there's it's like dry and she would not take a bottle. Like flipped it, at, like hits it with her little hand. She's like, yeah, she's nasty. She backhands it. Oh she doesn't God. forward hit it. She backhands them. She is such a it's brat. sassy. And so Jordan would even try because I'm like, maybe it's me. Maybe it's well, I'm the problem. I knew I wasn't going to So Jordan it. goes in there. She bats it away. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do with her. Like she wants to be attached to my boob. I get it. She wants the milk for me, but this isn't working because I don't have any milk inside my body. And she's just waking up every hour to suck on my boobs and like we have to cut this and so I decided I'm just gonna pump and put it in a bottle throughout the day and then before bed we'll give her actual milk and um so anyways my chapter of Lucy breastfeeding stopped this week like breastfeeding from me y'all and now I'm pumping and putting it in a bottle but I was so frustrated last week and I wanted this to end I wanted this chapter to end so badly and now it's gone and I'm kind of like oh my god I'm never going to breastfeed Lucy again. Yep. And you I might was, never breastfeed a baby again. I, I, literally. It's possible. No, I, I do think that's possible. I think that was it. And it's I'm just... even probable. It's very probable. I think that's the truth. So I was so hell-bent on getting to sleep through the night and getting her back on her schedule. And she is back on her schedule. And it is glorious. But I'm probably never going to breastfeed again. No. And it's sad. And it's... It's crazy just how fast it goes. Yeah. I'm not I'm not one for emotional overtures, but I think that is an important thing to realize is like you you're in this certain time in your life and we get short-sighted and we just we either want that next good thing to come or we want this bad thing to stop and it's like if you take a deep breath, you might actually realize like and see the good of the things that are happening to you right now. Um it can, it can it can have all the, the the change in your your mindset and your motivations and stuff. Yeah. And so just power through the best you can try to realize that this won't last forever, but I know in the moment it's hard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's hard. miserable. Yeah. yeah. It's miserable, but seasons change, kids change, you know, everything changes and you just got to keep pushing through. And if you're stressed out, like ask for help. I think that's one of the biggest things. And I wish going back earlier in motherhood, especially when Jordan was traveling, why did I never ask for help? I always thought I could do it myself. Like I literally got offended when your sister Jennifer <laughs> wanted to help me with the kids. Do you, I got in a, like a fight you, with you her? You used to get in stupid fights. St- I was just a real gem back then. But yeah, she was. Jennifer, we were on a trip once, <laughs> and poor Jennifer. The fact that she still loves me is just great. Um, we were on a trip once, and my mom was watching the kids. And Jennifer knew my mom was overwhelmed with the kids. It was two, two of the boys. Yes. And, um, Jennifer was like, Hey, how about I take them to McDonald's and give your mom a break? And I was like, to hell, you're going to take my kids to McDonald's. Like they're not leaving the house. We don't want them in a car. Like what if they got in an accident? What if something happened? What if they choked? No, you cannot take our kids out of the house. And I was like so hellbent on her not taking him. I think I made Jordan get involved, and I think you yelled at her. <laughs> uh, yes, I had to. It was stupid. We were at the Hoover Dam. We were at the Hoover Dam. I remember it perfectly. <laughs> I remember, I can see myself standing there right now. 
I was awful, but I wouldn't allow anyone to help because if someone helped me, it meant that I was not in control and capable. And so dear Lord, moms, if you are listening, ask for help. If someone asks to take your kids to McDonald's, let them take the kids, let them help, let them make you a meal, let them, you know, come clean your house, whatever somebody's asking to do for you, let them do it. Yep. I think that is prudent advice. Yeah. Very sage advice. It's good stuff. I just wish I could go back and just be nicer to people. (laughs) Sweet Lord. But I think you have to go through those hard times and those really embarrassing moments to grow. I agree. So that's what we got this week. And my voice is getting a little hoarse over here. Okay. Well, I guess that's good because I've got nothing left to say. You've got (laughs) nothing left to say? No, I already said what I said. Yeah. And if you're having issues, communicate. Just like asking for help. Communicate. If you're, you know, you feel like you're pulling more weight than your spouse or you just need a little bit more help when they walk through the door, have a conversation with them. Because when we first recorded this, I talked about this, but I used to get bitter at Jordan and like mad that he got to be gone and, you know, have, have quiet time in the car when I was surrounded by kids all day. And I never told him, you know, that I would like to go sit in the car for 20 minutes by myself when he got home. I just was mean and kind of just like bitchy. Yeah. So if I would have asked you, I'm sure you'd have been like, yeah, go sit in the car, you weirdo. I wouldn't have called you a weirdo. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Be my guest. Yeah. like Sounds like cheap fun to me. But I never told you. And so you never knew. And I was just bitter for lots of years. So that was that. All right. You also never told me that I was your hero. I was everything you wish that you could be. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Who sings that? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's such a good song. All right, everybody. If something here we spoke about intrigued you, or maybe you want us to dig into more detail, leave a comment and we can talk about it more next week where God willing, the technology is going to properly do its job and as god is my witness if, if we press the red x on this phone and it deletes and it deletes first off you'll never you won't hear this so it's, this is kind of like a proverbial does the if the tree falls in the wood type of thing then it shows that we should stop but forever there's no way in hell i'm doing this again <laughs> if this fingers crossed that this saves everyone we're pressing the button goodbye go. love you goodbye